So there's the fit and the accessory, so? Yeah. Look at my look look at this, man. I'm ready to go. Are you fully kitted? I got everything. You, is on. that what they say? I'm fully kitted right now. B. You got the you got the Smith Street Tilly. You got the windbreaker. Suspenders? Yeah, they're motorcycle. They're Harley Davidson suspenders because I'm a I'm a fucking goddamn bad boy hog daddy. If you're such um, a badass biker right now, what, why don't you have one of these? You know what this is? That's called a uh, that's called a blackjack. Yes, but let me show you something. What it all? And you put change in it instead of lead. It's a wallet. It's a born and raised wallet that you clip on your belt. Okay. Yeah. And then when you're in a foreign country and you have a bunch of uh, Krugels or 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 Nugels or Sugalocks. Nugels, rubies, whatever you, you have take, you. You take your loose change, and you put it into the into the wallet, and you zip it shut. Yeah. And now you have something that I wouldn't call a weapon, but I would say that if you had to crush some walnuts, it'd do a good job. Now, as a biker, right? As now a fully fledged patched in member of the maple leaf milk sack posse uh -huh. you should have these like bikers love this kind of shit they love nick i have that and accessories Do you know that i have that you have this one i have that one it's downstairs in my in my apparel world you know what's funny is i made this thing and i was very excited about it and didn't and, sell any well no we never we never even tried to i have a box of them and I think it's the coolest thing ever. Like they have a born and raised embossed thing on it. Like it's like a fully functional. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. the nicest thing you guys have ever made. It's the best thing we've ever made. And uh, Sponto just like was like, no. And he didn't want to do anything with it. So one, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have, I'm just going to We're going to sell them right now. We're going to sell. No, I'm going to have like a little thing called Two Tones Corner where I sell all the weird shit that nobody wants but me and I'll get it off. You know, I'll, I'll drop these to like a buck 20 a pop. Handmade leather in America. You know, there's only about 20 of them made left. We gave most of them away. I'll sell mine. You'll sell yours. I'll sell mine. I'll gr hand engrave mine with my name and sell it for $5,000 and give it all to charity. Give it all to, to Two-Tone, to my dad's. Marty won. My dad. Marty won. Marty won. I'm going to let Omar out of the out of the, my swag pouch right now. I brought Omar in the swag is pouch. He, is Omar's in a swag pouch? Yeah, she smells. She's old. Throw me a blanket, Jason. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. Let's get a blanket for Omar. She Let's smells like old, like literally like a, just an old farty, like seat in a car. I mean, like an old Camry, like a 93 Camry. She smells like, like you've been smoking weed in it, putting ashes in it. She smells like popcorn, in it, my guy. Sucking I mean, dink look, in it. She's old and I give her a bath and three days later she smells all the oils come out, you know? Um, yeah, it's, and, it's you like, know. like, like you're smelling like your grandpa's skull, you know? Yes, it's like the it's like a cheese that you uh, put in some other cheese, and then you and you drop it's some. It's a hair triple on cream. It. It's a Riopel. It's a Riopel. It's, it's a, a very Pell. nice Riopel. Swag Pell. Daddy, Whoa. two tone on the streets. Street so, fit. Street fit. Yeah, I mean, street knowledge is the college that I attended, and. Uh, and I learned many scriptures and, and, and many jewels that I've learned to pass on to people like you who didn't have the jewelry that I acquired in my life, right? So um, I acquired lots. I, I, I grew up in Fort of, Erie. Uh, streets. You learned, the hard you streets of Fort study, Erie. You study boulevards, you know what I'm saying? And avenues and alleys and palm trees. And, uh, you know, palm trees are very phallic. All the palm trees were sent over here um, from um, somewhere else. They're not native to Bush Los and Angeles. Stem. Cock stem. So just to be clear, I'm a little loopy today because I haven't eaten since yesterday at four. And You're intermediate fasting. No, I'm not intermediate fasting. Uh, I have to go get a procedure today. And uh, in order to get the procedure, you have to stop eating. And I, and I didn't eat much before the cutoff. So. Um, what do you, what procedure are you getting? Um, it's a colonoscopy, so they're gonna get a camera up my butt. It's, I'm basically gonna be filming uncut gems too, starting in my ass instead of Adam Adam Sandler's ass. So we find what's in your ass. What what is in your ass? 
like just like jewelry. There's a pack of cigs. Some like you know, like it looks like you know at the bottom, like where your feet are of your car. It just somehow just accumulates like so many like there's gravel. There's like a cigarette butt. There's like a cap of a Pepsi. A couple guitar picks. Yeah. Yeah, a, a couple golf, guitar a picks, tee, like a condom, half a condom wrapper. Yeah, half a condom, a glass eye, just like what you find in a vagrant's pouch is what's inside yeah. my intestines. It's no, like, the, mean, like a teenager's backpack, like yeah. after a full year, like a school year. Like it's just, there's so much debris. Like a meth head's purse, you know, when they freak out and they dump it on the ground and they look for something. That's that's what the inside of my colon. Yeah. Uh, look, or it just looks like like the ocean. It just looks like all the plastic and all the netting. Yeah. There's there's literally like a six, like a six pack plastic ring mold inside yeah. of you. Yeah, but then it's been cut. So it's dolphin safe. Yeah, no, it's been trimmed. It's, yeah, it's been, been trimmed. 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 It's definitely been trimmed for dolphins. Well, look, you know, I... Um, uh, Are you scared to go for a colonoscopy? Because it's not like a cancer look. They're not looking at your prostate. They're just going to flush you out and then check out what's inside your little cavity. What do you think's in my butt? That's where my prostate is, isn't it? Are you going to come? Don't dudes come all the time like from this? Isn't <laughs> that like a thing that like that's why they isn't that a that's thing? That's why they knock you out because they have to put you under. And the reason why they put you under is that when the camera goes in your butt, you nut so hard. Do you come and everyone and guys get embarrassed. They're like, you don't want to come in front of like a six year old so doctor. Hard. Yeah, and like they, that's why they knock you out because as soon as the camera goes in like eight inches, you start nutting. Oh yeah, and and I got out. They don't want and that's why they put you under. The camera doesn't even hurt. You know. I don't like. I don't they like. Just, you just spray so much jizz. You just you do like you do like stuttered stuttered squirts of just hoo, 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 you know what I mean? Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah. It's like you 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 put like a bunch of yogurt in your mouth and you blow your cheeks up and you and you do that and you smush it. Yeah, and that's what your cock does. That's what it is. Well, that, yesterday I um they, there's all this protocol right. You have to like you know not eat. You can't eat anything with fiber. Blah blah blah. And then you take this stuff that clears you out. And then I had a Blue Chew, um, just three shot, a free shout out to Blue Chew. I had shout a- out to Blue Chew. Thanks for not sponsoring us anymore. Thank <laughs> you so much. That went so well for us. We never got any money. Did we never Barely get any recouping. <laughs> Barely recouping. Well, I had a bunch Still of- recouping. One year later, still recouping. I still haven't gotten back my lawyer's fees. I'm still, I'm still down like five racks plus time. So I would say I'm this down. This is a- the most amount of money I've ever lost on any project I've ever done in my life. I think I'm sure. down about 105K, I would say, to be honest. If you factor in my time, for sure. Um, your time? Yeah. Wow, that's a good price. Yeah, so if that's your time, my time's like. Your time's like five times that. You're down yeah, half. So you're I'm down. Like a, you're a down mil. half a mil. <laughs> in my time, listen, man. I'm just gonna tell you, man. My time price has shot up this year. Okay, I'm not gonna Dude, lie. Dude, your time price is more exp- two tone. You're the f- most famous. You literally are the new face. Of the Lakers. It's like born and raised is bigger than the Lakers. I am the Lakers, man. Uh, you're no. Mr. Laker. When we Mr. Won, Laker. When we won, when they when we won and they went down to the Staples Center to fucking go wild and do sideshows and do donuts and go crazy. There was a huge amount of kids. They literally made your own video for free. The huge amount of kids <laughs> were wearing Born and Raised. Like, they brought out the old Born and Raised from other seasons. Like, kids here in L.A. rep Born and Raised in a way because they understand. They Look, they know that our we're, we're telling a story that's pretty honest. Not pretty honest. I mean, it's, it's nothing but honest. It just is. And they identify with it because they know that we come from the same place they come from, and they back us. Whereas, like, you know... It is what yeah, it you're is. still in your apartment. Look, this isn't a set, everybody. Look no, this that. is a set. This is on. We're on the Sony lot. <laughs> Listen, I this know, is like a really cool apartment in Los Feliz. It's fun. No, I know there's been this facade <laughs> that like I live where like I know we pretend that Jason stows the equipment in my dinette area and that like I have yeah. to get up out of bed and roll onto set. It's a whole in a lab like the snorting. The allergies. The it's all eyes, you have a beautiful home in like Beverly Hills. I, You're no, very manicured, in, I actually. In, I live in Bel Air. I have my born and raised check. Ugh. I have my PTA check. Uh, you know, I have other yeah. checks. I have my commercial director. And check. I just pay you to do this. I pay you on top just to like I'm buying you for clout. So yeah. I, you got no, your clout I'm, check. Listen, I'm a little clout. I'm a little clout thought for you. <laughs> I give you your your equity in in the clout world. I give you a little. Uh, I, I just graffiti still, world for sure. I distill your caucosity. Uh, and I and I and I uh, envelop your. You're gen- infiltrating the white cosities. Yeah, and I and I generally envelop your your uh, uh, particular round partridgeosity, 
and I and I and I concoct a, a blend of of herbs and, and spices that that hair. It's crazy. You really it's love it. It's only getting better. It's only like It's so crazy, Maddie. I just I was thinking about you this morning and I was thinking about like I went into the back before I got on and I put on a bunch of shit that was in my closet because whatever. And I thought about it. I'm like, well, I should tell Maddie to do it. And I go, wait a minute, Maddie is already a fucking spectacle. You're just like a carnival. Maddie already has a haircut. Mm -hmm. Maddie Maddie's so dedicated to his craft that he he grew the most obscene uh irritating haircut in humanly possible and then dyed it blonde <laughs> and with no you know with no sense of like decorum or like what it's like when you pick up your son from school and the other parents are like you know have jobs that are like normal and they see maddie pull up in his truck or like or they pull or maddie pulls up in the back of a trailer on top of the hog and then they back the yeah. hog out and then he pulls up and he goes, go on mac and, but then mac gets in the chauffeur's car and maddie gets back on the yeah. trailer on the hog and and does it does it just an uber live. xl we just bring a uber x i pay for an uber xl to come from the city yeah. down to my small farm town to pick them up from school every day yeah. Yeah. and then i have lisa and jackie drive my truck with the trailer with the trailer and i just kind of like I'll, I'll like back out with my harley yeah and i like wave to mac and like rev it really loud in front of the school and then and then when he comes out i'm like wait no 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 you can't ride on the hog you got to go in the uber xl yeah. so there's kind of like four vehicles yeah. picking up my son from school wonderful carbon footprint wonderful parenting wonderful haircut lots of gas and great beanie i liked it the top of your beanie literally if you lean forward looks like exactly the tip of a penis which is also makes me happy um look purple penis Purple penis is the worst kind of penis. You know, you don't want a purple penis. Well, it's not. I don't know who some people do want a purple penis, Maddie. I think they're being racist, actually. So I'm just racist toward a, the purple penis people. What? Yeah, I'm not getting canceled by he the purple penis people. I'll tell you that much. That's the one people that talking. cannot. Just stay calm. I can hear you. Did you freeze? I can hear you. Are you back? I'm back. We're back. And we're back. It's so funny because I can hear you the whole time. I know. I can I... hear you. Jason's just being like, be calm. Just smile and shake your head. <laughs> Maddie, Jason. You know what's crazy? This is the best thing ever. This is a good, this is, let me tell you a story. Right. So I've been doing a lot of press um, for my New York Times bestselling cookbook. The second second time in a row I've, I've, I've achieved New York Times bestselling author. Um, <clears throat> and, and I've been doing a lot of press. And it's so funny that everything is like pre-recorded. So everything is 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 pre-recorded. And did I tell this story before? No. No. Please. Anything. So about, I did the listen, Kelly Clarkson. Any... I did the Kelly Clarkson show. What is she has a show? So yeah, she's got like a date. She's like the new Ellen. Really? And it's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelly Clarkson's got a massive, who's massive Kelly, fucking show. Who's Kelly Clarkson? Anyone get that reference? No. All right. I didn't no. think so. I don't know. Stern, Howard Stern. Uh, is that Simpsons? Who's Are you Kelly, like Simpson jokes? Who's Kelly Clarkson? It's a it's a high pitch Eric. Kelly? All right. High pitch Eric? Go ahead. Sorry to, oh. sorry to derail okay. you. Okay, Stern. We're going to get high pitch Eric on the show for sure. Oh, yeah. We should just I, start getting all of Stern's old old I, guy. We need Beetlejuice. I, I think is he still alive? I think they're both dead. Is Beetlejuice alive? <laughs> There's no way either one of them is alive. Like the Dorito Beetlejuice intake. is dead? Beetlejuice is dead. The amount Rest of, in peace, Beetlejuice. The, chole the cholesterol share between those two men is enough to just like power a nuclear plant. Like, There's no way they're fucking alive. I don't want to derail you. Kelly, you're on the Kelly Clarkson show. Okay. So I'm on the Kelly Clarkson show. What? And it's. Beetlejuice is alive, everybody. Breaking news. Beetlejuice is alive. Beetlejuice is alive. High pitch Eric. Is he alive? See? Is high pitch Eric alive. High HPE. High pitch Eric. Is okay. He alive? We're going to get. We're going to get. Our goal now is Powerful Truth Angels. Ticker tape. It's now to get every single host. Ticker every tape. Single Beetlejuice right here. From Howard Jason. Stern. Right here. Ticker, ticker tape. Beetlejuice and high pitch Eric are both alive. Just run that across the screen. Copy. Okay. Thank you. Kelly Clarkson. So so I'm on the Kelly Clarkson Who's show. Kelly Clarkson? And I'm making um I'm making a uh whatever, I'm making a dish. I'm doing a, a, a Zoom style cooking thing. Yeah. And I'm on there's a comedian. There's there's uh she's got a Netflix special on on Netflix. I forget her name, but she's she's it's like quarter life crisis. Um I forget her name. Ali Wong? And no, no. Uh, she's on tour with like Whitney Cummings. Sarah Silverman. Anyway, she no, it's a Taylor or something. I don't know. I forget. She's amazing. She's very funny. Anyways, but she is on Kelly Clarkson. What's her name? Taylor Tom Tomlinson. Taylor Tomlinson. Very funny. 
And she, she's on in person with Kelly Clarkson. So they do their interview and she's talking about, I think she's like 27 or 26 or something. And she's talking about the first time she ate mushrooms. And she's just telling this story about the first time she ate mushrooms. It was recent, you know, it wasn't like uh, in high school or something when, you know, I, I, I started doing all the psychedelias and, but she's just telling this story. It's a funny like story, but the thing that's the best is Kathy Lee Gifford, right? Is Kathy Lee Gifford the Regis, Regis and Kathy? Yeah. Okay, rest in peace to Regis. So the third guest RIP Regis. Is, is Kathy Lee Gifford, and she has her new wine that she's selling. And so she's in a screen. Kelly Kelly, and, and Taylor are in a screen in studio, and Aunt me and Kathy Lee Gifford are like in Zoom, the same as this setup. And... <laughs> For some reason, they don't turn her sound off. Kathy Lee Gifford? And she's like sitting there drinking her wine, being like, why is this young woman speaking about doing mushrooms? Oh, and no she's way. like talking to like her assistant and she's just going off about, she's like, those are drugs and very bad for you. And this <sighs> is like, this is national television. And she, but like, cause we're both quiet on the thing. But for some reason I can hear Kathy Lee Gifford and like her, like what's going on in her screen. And I was just sitting there and I'm like smiling and just kind of like laughing. And everyone's <laughs> like, what's happening? And I'm like, Kathy Lee Gifford's like, bawling out on this, this young comedian for eating mushrooms while she's sitting back in her chair, like just like she had like three glasses of wine during the whole, like within 15 minutes, it looks like she drank like three glasses of wine and she's like judging this young girl about eating like mushrooms because they're just like psychedelic and they're like drugs. I but thought... it was just like so funny, like watching, like seeing a, how she really reacts. And then she's like at the same time, just talking about inviting like all these people over to her house for like Thanksgiving. But it was just like a really kind of funny thing to be like watching Kathleen Gifford sitting on her chair cross like a drinking wine like making fun of this girl eating mushrooms being like those are drugs like th do you know how bad those are for your brain and you're like what what are magic mushrooms it's eating mushrooms like what what does it do to your brain i thought it was sure that, I that thought third you glass of say, wine i thought you were gonna say that she she was gonna talk about the time she took mushrooms and be like you know I, i'll take two caps every now and then well, like that, I, when she started talking about it, I started listening. I was like, man, is she going to like say like, man, that's nothing. Like back in Studio 54, I was yeah. like railing fucking coke off Basquiat's cock. Yeah. Like, you know, like David Bowie like, she like was... fuck me up the ass while like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, David half. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like all those like big name. celebrities, like yeah. those part, you know, like it's just like I thought she was going to come with some thunder, but she was just like, like grandma style. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe she's like talking about mushrooms on national television. I mean, I'm always shocked but to the find thing that's out. Crazy. Huh? No, go ahead. <sighs> the <th> podcasts <laughs> talking true. over each other on powerful truth angels. You have counted on restaurants to feed you, to put food in your belly, to feed your family, to feed your mistress, to feed your friend Greg, and to feed sometimes your dog from a bowl of water on the ground next to the table if they allow dogs in the restaurant. Now the restaurants are counting on you. And while their dining rooms may be closed, they are still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app. DoorDash! Wait, you do it? Go ahead. I want to watch this. Mm. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open, Open the, the DoorDash Dash app, app on your fucking phone. Choose what, what you, you want, want to, eat to eat and order your food. It's left safely outside your door with contactless delivery. Drop off setting. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door. Many, 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 many of your, your, your favorite, favorite restaurants are still open for delivery. Delivery, delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left on your door, left on your door, left on your door. DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep the communities we operate in safe. That means they come, they drop it, they leave. You don't have to even look at the motherfucker dropping your food off. It's delicious, and it's contactless, and you don't die. Right now, our listeners can get zero dollars of delivery fees. That's zero delivery fee dollars on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code PTA. PTA. That's zero, zero. Delivery, fees delivery fees on your first order when you download the app, DoorDash, the app store with the code P. 
T T A. Don't forget that's the code P T A. We love you, DoorDash. Zero delivery fees on your first order, DoorDash. Thank you so much, DoorDash, for sponsoring this episode of Powerful Truth Angels. So the the crazy thing is the future. Watch it being on Kelly Clarkson. The 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 entire audience is giant televisions with and people are watching from home on Zoom. No. Or on on whatever app they are using. So the entire Kelly Clarkson is on set with real people in a full like doing making the show and the audience is literally giant fucking television screens of people in each seat. And and the crazy thing is like I liked it. I liked that they go through all this expense. So like, it's a show where people come on to pitch things and they talk about nothing, right? I mean, I'm assuming. So like, it's just it's a, like a live thing. It's just like yeah, it's all like, talk show. It's, it's just talk show. You just in serious. there and you're like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. And it's just a promotional show and you talk about stuff and then you say stuff and you're like, ooh, that's edgy. Is there anything that you, you talk about mushrooms and Kathy Lee Gifford dismisses it? I love. I I it kind of bums because usually when people are that corny, they're secretly the devil. And I hate to find out that she really is that corny. But I will say this. A question for you. Mm. While you're plugging the book, did you happen to think of anything else you might want to plug on national TV? I was plugging my book. I was plugging my new restaurant. I was plugging uh, the birth of my new kid. I was plugging uh, another meet, the meet and three. <laughs> I plugged... You plugged. Uh, you plugged Uncle Polly's Deli. You plugged. plugged you plugged uh, <laughs> great, the Grateful Dead. Uh, you plugged, I plugged my T-shirt, my vintage T-shirt yeah, collection. Yeah, you plugged Nike. You you plugged uh, Awake New York. Did anything else you want to plug? That. <laughs> yeah, I, I I told them about Awake's new drop. I told them about you know Tremaine's new Converse. Yeah. I talked about um, you know Ghetto Gastro. Yeah. Um, new new blenders. No, this is great. And then you plug Puff um, Coffee. And, but is there yeah, any, is there anything else that might have crossed the vast expanse? that that is your head uh literally is there anything that crossed through that desert that plane is there any idea any thought that cruised through there at roadrunner speed or or turtle speed or any speed that you might have uh, thought that, did you plug the fucking podcast what this yes how do you expect us to move forward at all if you don't plug it I was I was meditating today and I was thinking about I don't understand. I plug it every day. No, you don't. You plug podcast. You plugged it once. I plug you I did plug, one I post. Plug it, I plug it every Thursday. <laughs> Our fan no, that's that's just announcing it. Our fans bug you to plug the podcast. That's how much you don't plug it. That's how much you ignore us. Now let me tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something about this podcast. This is the single most greatest artistic contribution you have ever made in your entire media world. Now you can't admit it because it doesn't keep your lights on, but the reality is this is the most important artistic endeavor you've ever been on. You've where are you looking at? You drinking your water? I'm I look away from you're like, look at me. Look, look at me I'm when I'm telling you you're horrible. No, you're not horrible. Look at me when I'm fucking when I'm horrible. You look me in the eye when I'm berating want, you I, about not plugging this I want, podcast. I, I, I'm I want you the only reason that you're becoming even famous. And the only reason that like Born and Raised is doing anything is because of this podcast. Born and Raised numbers have nothing to do with this podcast. Let's be very fucking clear. We've gotten about five new people into Born and Raised from PTA. I'm an angel investor. They okay. I know exactly what's happening with Born and Raised. You should have came in early because now this now now you can't get in. I wish I came in. I wish I had the money to come in. I'll tell you, you that. Should have come in. There would have been a point when I would have said to you, you know what, Maddie? Here, just take it. I'll give make me an offer. <laughs> Fifty grand, take it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I oh can't. my goodness. Uh, the um which this all this all this uh talk, all this this streetwear talk, all this 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 lovely streetwear talk is um such a great thing. So once again, I just want you guys to make sure you guys are sending all of your you know, if you got a brand. We got. I want to check it out. I really love just getting free stuff and send it in. Me and Two Tone will plug it. Any brand. You <laughs> no. got a t You made one T-shirt. No. So send it. I'll, I'll get. I'll be posting Two Tone's personal home address no, very shortly no, 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 no. when I promote the podcast no. next time on national television. We wear a T-shirt. Alex Erdman at wherever the hell he lives at Los Angeles, people, Bel Air. People try to send me stuff all the time, and I'm very like I I appreciate it. 
it's really nice of them. I'm glad that they got the hustle and the termination, but I just like, I can't have any more shit. You don't need it. You're not going to wear it. I don't, I don't. That's the thing. Like people just think that it's just like, I find it very, um, you want to send me some, presumptuous some vintage sometimes. tees that I want. Like a, how about a vintage tee that I'm looking for? Like a, I've been looking at these OJ tees recently. I've seen, a I sent of, you the OJ tees. You sent me those. Yeah. And that, that sent me down Cause I have the Johnny Cochran tee. And, I know. and the OJT would be a great companion to that. And I almost bought another Johnny Cochran tea I saw on Depop. But Oof. that being said, I don't want anything that I can't consume. Coffee, mm. awesome. Coffee maker, amazing. Puff coffee. I need more puff coffee. Did, he hit me the other day, and I actually was like, Maddie says, uh, Maddie said. Mocha Master. Maddie said you can send me a Mocha Master. I hate to do it. I fucking hate to do it. <laughs> but I did it because I'm like, and I could buy one, but I want a free one. Dude, you, you give him hundreds of dollars of fucking merch. I mean, I don't, fine. I don't think he buys his merch, but I'll, I'll flow him now. Um, yeah, you got to flow him. Trade. Do a trade. Be like, hey, we want to send you all this stuff for the you Because I'm like, you, it's, it's more about just like bartering. Like when you're like, yo, send me, send me a Mocha Master. I'll send you a fucking huge box of fucking hoodies. Speaking of bartering. I noticed yeah, that you didn't for promotion. What are you going to get me to promote the pod? Oh, you get to podcast with me and be, oh, okay. you get to be interesting. Perfect. You get to not sell fucking a uh, soup and meat for like 10 minutes and have a conversation with a human being who actually has an opinion and a, and a, and an, an interesting human being with an interesting life instead of uh, blindly. I miss you so much. <laughs> I miss you so I much. Can't, are you coming out here next month? I'm coming out there. Holy shit. Big announcement, everybody! Is it happening? Uh, well, we, we don't know until I get on the plane. Okay. But it's uh, if you come we're out, getting pretty good at. We're getting there. We're just figuring out some stuff, and uh, it's a lot of logistics to travel internationally right now. So what was I just? Riffing? I got I got some stuff. I got a big job I got to do in November, and uh, I might be in LA with everything that's happening. Hopefully. I can get out there. Hopefully, uh, you know, well, it's not if, World War Three. If you do come out here, I guess it would be post-election. Uh, it's going to be a mess no matter what you come out here to. It just is. And um, But I, I, I propose that we do some uh, some in-person events. I say we go see Andrew and get on go on his thing. I say that you and I do a do a – I think you and I should get a wall, and I think we should do a paint barbecue. Where we paint and barbecue? I think so. I think, and maybe I'll Dude. paint. I'll paint. Dude, we'll do we'll do we'll do a paint. I'll and do a barbecue. Piece. Yeah, and we should do. We'll figure it out. We'll do. Saying something is so easy, and then doing something is so hard. But one hundred percent, we're going to be doing the best pods in person. Because the thing is, is like our pod is decent, and it, but it's just like the magic, like us re reuniting yeah. and that energy. Of us kissing each other live on television, tongues, <laughs> me licking your entire face like a puppy that hasn't seen his father in ever. That's not like I, I'm like a, a lost easy. child out in the woods, drifting down a riverbank, and, and 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 some some wild bear picked me up with his little baby claw. That's you, and you're gonna pick me up, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna sit in your hands and just lick your face and like. Uh, lick your cold little nose, your hairy little nose. <laughs> uh, I'll get COVID. Um, I think that we won't do that because COVID. We'll take all the precautions. I'm gonna cut your hair. No, well, now see, this is the thing. Now I'm like, I'm loving. You it. made a deal. You said I get to give you a haircut. Uh, maybe I'll get you to trim my bangs at the most. Are we gonna... Right now, my hair is. I might be also <laughs> shooting a movie. I, I might have landed a dude. I have some big news that I can't even talk about, but I might be in a movie actually. And I have a big part like a real and, movie, dude. Like I'll tell you off. I can't even say it, but I might have like a really big role in a really big movie. Paul Blart too. It's a documentary about a Danish butter boy. Someone wrote a piece. Someone wrote an entire movie. It's going to be on uh, Lionsgate. It's gonna be a big ordeal. It's, in the it's film, Ridley Scott, Lionsgate. I think Ridley Scott's uh, dead. You know, Patrick Cox Pat, or what's that guy's name? Spike Jones Spike is Jones. gonna be the DOP. Spike Jones is gonna is gonna be the DP. That's interesting. He's gonna be shooting the that's, film. That's he interesting. Only that, film. That's interesting that he's your cinematographer because typically he directs films. But he's yeah. Well, he's, I'm directing. You're directing and you're in it. Oh, yeah. so so do you think in this film you'll be able to push the podcast at all? 
Can you work that into the script somewhere? This is a this is a movie. Maybe it's about a podcast. Okay, well, who would play Two Tone? You know who would play Two Tone? <laughs> who would play Who would play Two Tone in the movie Powerful Truth Angels? Javier. Who would you want to play yourself? Javier Bardem. The guy that played. Uh, the guy that played. Um, the guy that's in in Boogie Nights. <laughs> Luis Guzman. <laughs> it's either Luis Guzman. The guy that played Escobar or or Rick Fox, one of those three. <laughs> three. Yeah. Who would play me? Who would play me? Uh, well, obviously Paul Blart is an option. Paul Blart, but, the character, would play me. But he'd be like the really Hollywood, like he's you if you were Jason Statham, right? Like he's like the 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 yes the high energy I'm version. I'm the fat of you. Jason Statham, right? No. Like I'm kind no, of the fat Jason Statham. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is that. Oh. What I'm saying is that him being you on film. Is is as close as you could get to Jason Statham, but you're still Paul Blart. You see what I'm saying? But Adam Sandler directs. Adam this? Sandler directs. Does Adam it. Sandler direct the new Powerful Truth Angels movie? Well, yeah, he loves to direct. So uh, Adam Sandler directs. Um, Happy Mondays production. Jody Jody Hill will do catering. Um, Jody Hill will do catering. Yep. Andrew. Danny McBride will play Omar because they got the same haircut. <laughs> Danny McBride will play Omar. Jason will be the cinematographer, uh, and I will. I will be. Uh, I will be. Michelle. Michelle will do craft services. I'll be the with lead. Jody Hill, and, and I'll be all the extras. Yeah. Um, J- Jody. Louise Guzman. Louise Guzman. Louise Guzman. <laughs> you know what's funny? I had this really weird job where I worked at a retail store for some weird company from New York called like kinky or horny or something when i was a kid and they had this like this was in the back in the day when um you know like the first streetwear boom when like you know everything was very exclusive like you had to get buzzed into stores echo was echo was was streetwear it was more like okay whatever okay extra large and uh, i had this job where i worked in a store i worked in this store and it was off of um it was off of beverly near la brea and you had to get buzzed in it had no sign it was so crazy and nobody ever came in there so so one day, uh, the guy the guy was from New York. He goes, "Hey, uh, my buddy's coming by, Luis Guzman," and uh, and so the shop is like is like one quarter of this of this room. Like he's really trying to make this create this air of like you know exclusivity, et cetera. And it's really early, and I was like, I just want the fucking job. And uh, and Luis Guzman he comes. He's like one of the only people that came that week was Luis Guzman and his friend, and he just comes in the room. He's like, hey, hey, and he's just looking around, and I'm just like. You know, he sucks all the air out of the room because he looks like he looks like a baby. He looks like baby Godzilla, right? He really does. <laughs> if you put them side by side, they, it's like the same person. It's and, the same. It's the same yeah, silhouette. Same thing. And like he, at that time, he was a huge character actor. I mean, he's he was in everything for a very long time. He probably still is doing sixteen movies at the he's, moment. He's probably made more movies than any actor. He's in the He's very of the fucking world. prolific. Like him and him and uh, uh, um. um um, Danny Trejo and like those kind of character actor dudes, they're they're endless. And um, yeah. Anyway, he's in, he's in the office. Pirates in- of the Caribbean. He's been in Pirates of the Caribbean. Who Guzman? Yes. Oh, I don't know. He's Massive in- character in like Pirates of the Caribbean. Think, like they made a million of those, and he's in all he's, a lot of them. I don't think Guzman's in Pirates of the Caribbean at all. Anyways, what? Check it, Jason. Um, so he's in the he's in the in the store with me, and I'm just sitting. Luis Guzman is nowhere near. Luis Guzman's never even seen Pirates of the Caribbean, much less be in it. He's in all of them. He's in, none he's in of all them. of them. He's the main character. He's the crab. He's like. <laughs> he's, he's the kraken. He's a kraken. Anyway, long story short, he, I was in a in a closet with him, and um, and he was very big, and I just was like looking at him, being like, "This is Luis Guzman. He's so crazy, and he was so fucking New York the fuck out, and just so just like." I think he, you know, he might have been like he might have been on one. I don't know. He was just like ah, yelling and shit, and then he left. And then I would sit into that. I would sit in that place by myself for like I would just sit there all day. And like and like one, and my buddy, um, my buddy worked down the street, at like a Jiffy Lube, and yeah. uh, and then uh, one of the girls that worked at the Jiffy Lube, uh, I went in to talk to him, and and she kind of was like, she kind of gave me the nod, like what's up. And I'm like, what's up? She's like, you know what's up? And I was like, holy shit. And she came by the office later that day. Oh. And it was just me. And, and she came by the retail store that nobody was in. And you had a three-way with Louise Gozman and the girl from Jiffy Lube. Yeah. That's the end of that story. You had a male, male, And that's all I have to say about that. Hookup. Yes. 
You had a three-way. You and you. So you were sucking Louise. I okay. L- Louise. I had Louise's hips were here. She was on. She my, was underneath. She, no, she was on my back. She was on she my was back, on kissing back. him up here, and my head was here at his waist. And it was kind of yeah. like a tandem thing. You were like taking this. care of each other. And they you look like a fracking machine. <laughs> we were fracking. We were deep. You're fracking. We were deep each fracking. Other. Yeah, it was a fracking pyramid. Um, mm. So you know that that's. Mm. Listen, that's great. I'm gonna go get this. Uh, I'm gonna get this camera put up my butt. Um, I don't. I don't like the idea that uh, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be totally knocked out, and then I don't. I Do you hate... wear like a jock strap, or is your little dinky just cold and <laughs> you, hospital cock? Just, hospital cock is the worst cock, it's, right? It's, it's hospital just, cock. It's horrible. Is the There's worst no cock. Way, it's, it doesn't look good. It doesn't. It's not big. <laughs> It's it's clammy. Are you gonna trim? Are you gonna like shave it no, and try to like I'm make it look shave. nice, or no. it's just like it is what it is? No, I'm I'm considering leaving my phone on record to hear because I, I've heard these horror stories about people who leave their iPhone on when they're under, and what happens? Like the nurses and the doctors just start. Dude, talking you shit. have to record it. Should I record it? One hundred percent. You have to. You have to somehow re- just leave it on record. I'll leave it on record. One hundred percent. I'll leave it on record. <laughs> You have to do that because we can listen to it on the pod. What if they, hey, if if I if I leave it on record and they all and they all go, this guy's got a tiny dick, like the doctor and the nurses. Dude, I'll just, you have to. I'll delete it. I'll say it didn't happen. I was like, I don't. Dude, when I got my fucking, I had to get my um. The, Pe- when I had my heart attack, yeah, and they had to they like did a video thing of my heart. Then they they make an incision like right next to my groin. Oh my god! And I'm like naked. In this very cold room on a like a bed. You're awake. And a hundred percent awake. Oh my god. And I'm like laying there, they're like, okay, like get down. I'm in a gown. They're like, take the gown off. I take the gown off. They give you like literally, I'm 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 a big boy. They give you like a towel, like a face cloth, and I'm just like perfect. And I just like have <laughs> I'm holding the face cloth as I walk from where I take my gown off to the bed, get onto the bed, like just like just like whatever naked just like jump onto this bed and and, and then i like laid the little face cloth like over my little cold hospital dink and 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 literally it's out of a mo- like like a like a good looking nurse oh no like approaches no. and you're just like what is all of this? No. Like, what is all? Like, this oh. is what's happening. Like, like, and I and I was like laughing because I was just like, this is like, and it doesn't matter that it's a good looking person or not a good look, or if it's like oh. some wildebeest of oh, a person. It it's matters. just matters. Like, it doesn't it matter matters. even at that no. moment. It matters, man. You want big, you want 60 year old, like, <laughs> like she big. She doesn't care. 60 year old Thai woman who's just doesn't give a shit about anything. Who's like, ah, just has seen a million dicks. You don't want yeah. like a you don't want like a hot like some of those nurses at thirty five are so like packed in and so hot and like they're they have like the most they're like, wearing the, the, the smocks the, and they're the always puff, tight. They, their bodies are always so buff and puffy and like bulbous. Ugh. And like I don't want that nurse sticking a camera up my butt, man. I I just I just want some no. can I have some pride pri- like I don't I don't wanna do that. I don't wanna I don't like the I mean, idea. I'd, re- like, I'd prefer when they, to have like just when they, guys do it or something. Yeah, just have some guys. But it was do so it. funny, like when they they stick the camera in, right? They stick yeah. the camera in, yeah. And and then and then it's so funny because you're laying on the bed, and I was in there for like I don't know, like an hour while they were doing this test, and I'm like laying there, and you can just hear them all talking and like talking about the heart and all the stuff and making sure all the <laughs> um, the veins or the whatever all the fucking aortas are fucking pumping and shit. Yeah. And the whole time, just like literally, my pe- like it was just foreskin. It literally looked like an earlobe. I feel oh. it was just like literally, it was well, just like three earlobes. Your dick, you know, when you, when your dick is a certain size, it has the ability to retract. If you oh have my a, goodness! If it you was ever- just like literally, it was just like it was. It was just like it was. It was it's like a proboscis. A, like a, like a, it was like a, a Devo hat made out of skin, you know. <laughs> like it was just like it was like a three tier skin mound. It's just like a mole's nose. Just, yeah, it was like like a mouse's earlobe. Well, you know, look, it was, I don't, it was so I don't, small. I don't like the idea of whenever I see people. That's what's gonna happen to you. Whenever I see like, people, are, do you have foreskin? Or are you you're Jewish? So it's just like you're snipped. I'm not cut. You, you have foreskin. What? Both of us have foreskin. The powerful truth angels have both have foreskin. I don't. Let's know. make a big public note of that. Um, Two tone has foreskin, and and I do too. I don't. I cannot confirm or deny any of that. 
It's very, well, I'm very uncomfortable <laughs> with all this information. I'll tell you this. What I don't like is when... You can write a handwritten letter to Two-Tones Foreskin. Once again, we're going to have the address down here, and we're going to start a Two-Tone Foreskin uh, fan club. We'll start an IG. We'll do a swipe up to, to the home address of, of Two-Tones Foreskin. Did I, tell the, did I tell the story, and correct me if I'm wrong, did I tell the story about the flyer I made for uh, Cheesy Pete, about the Truck no. Brothers? I didn't tell you the story. I'm pretty sure I did. Where the cheesy Pete? Who's cheesy Pete? Where the guy? Where the guys? Where I made a flyer before Instagram and I put it around the neighborhood of a guy, and then end up these two friends hating each other for the rest of their lives. Are you sure? I'm gonna tell the story real quick. You never told this story. Okay, I could have sworn I told this story. Um, No. Okay. Tell the story. I might have. You're gonna have to cut it out. Okay. So here's the deal. Back in the day in Venice, uh, my friend, my friend Wayne had these two cousins. Okay. Uh, Paul and mm. Steve. Paul and Steve, they're part of this like family that uh, it's like this, this really hardworking blue collar family that like owns all these delis and the properties in Venice. They're like they're like this kind of like mini dynasty in Venice, I would say. Right. And the truck brothers, that's what I call them. These two brothers that drive trucks. I, they used to be my neighbors mm. and uh, and they were just like crazy as shit. Right. They were just like they, none of the, they were they were either in their twenties or young. We were young and they were just wild. They just drink and they'd fuck around and they just goof off. Like one of the things that they would do is um, you know, this is back in the day of like this is how old this was. This is the only website we knew how to go on was like rotten.com. Right? That's oh my, remember <laughs> rotten.com, but, E-Bombs World. Yes. But do you remember Dude. when you go when you had the internet and you're like, what do I do? Like I all I know is rotten.com and Faces of death. I'm yeah. Just watch Faces of Death. Three websites. You know? It's either AOL Chat, Rotten.com, Ebombs World, or Faces of Death. That's it. I don't think Faces of Death even had a fucking website back then. So, anyways, this was no, back then. It was just the day, VHS like, tapes that one friend had. Right. <laughs> and I would go next door. They lived two bungalows down, and I would go next door and play Goldeneye. And I'd play Goldeneye Ugh. with them. We'd be playing Goldeneye. Goldeneye was the greatest game ever. It's the best game ever. And I played Goldeneye with them. And it was like, you know, at that time in my life, like, I think I worked as like. I think I worked as like a plumber's assistant and at a deli. Like I was like, I did, I helped Wayne's dad do construction. Yeah. Like I was just, I just did all this weird fucking manual <laughs> labor and life was very fun and very simple because you had golden eye and you know, once in a while you convince someone to have sex with you and, uh, and then you had the truck brothers and, and I go to the truck brothers and one of the, one of their favorite gags was one of the, <laughs> they would get drunk and one of the truck brothers would run into the living room naked and the other truck brother would go, you're gay. And then, then, they, then, they, then he would go back and then the other brother would come out naked and that brother would go, you're gay. <laughs> That's one of the games that they played. And now, you know, different time. You can't, now that game would, now that would, it would be a different game. Um, That's a different game. Different game now. So That's like actual locker room humor. Locker room yeah, humor. That's just, a locker room Just locker room, room talk. Um, so, Back in the day, I've always, I've always, I've always mm. liked to fuck around a little bit, talk a little shit. They had this friend, um, this dude named, uh, and or bleep his name, whatever. So <laughs> he, uh, I used to call him. He used to be like this, this kid. He's always getting in trouble, and I'd be like, he's such a good-looking kid. Why is he always trying to get in trouble? You know, because I was always at the at that point in my life, I was trying to like get away from trouble. I kind of learned a few things. And I was like, oh, this is not a good thing. You know, I try to like steer away from the problematic shit. I'd already gotten a little bit of trouble. Now I was like, I need to get away from trouble. I need to back away from it. And I'd see this kid and I go, Jason, you know, you're such a, you're such a good looking guy. Why are you trying to fucking, you know, trying to hang out? You know, why are you trying to be like do gangster shit? Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, they used to make fun of me. They're like, oh, you think he's a handsome thug? He's so handsome. Huh? And they, any, any chance they had to make fun of anybody, they would. Yeah. So they started, they started getting because they found out that he was uncircumcised. And they started, like, they would find out anything about you and just talk shit to you for six hours straight until you either, like, until you either leave the house, punch them, or just laugh. And right. they start, they start uh, talking shit to him about being uncircumcised. So one day, you know, I was bored, so I made these flyers. This is before internet really worked. I made a flyer, and I said, and I put a picture of his face on it, and I put, you know, beware so-and-so, the handsome thug. And also be wary of his accomplice, Cheesy Pete. And I put a picture of an uncircumcised penis underneath the picture of him. I made the flyer yeah. and I distributed it in their neighborhood on all the trucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was bored. I put it in all the trucks in the cars. What they, like, that's so amazing. Like, people used to actually be crafty before the internet. Now people just lay on their phones and like drool and repost. Yeah. And, yeah. It's like pre-fucking Tumblr or whatever. And, and, um... So I put these flyers out and it was a Sunday 
and uh, and they start drinking on Sundays, right? And they're all drinking. And those guys got a hold of that flyer, and they rode this guy. They rode this guy so bad that these guys have been friends since Catholic school. The two brothers and this guy, they rode this guy so hard that yeah. it exploded into um, everyone in the house getting into huge fist fights, broken broken furniture, broken hands holes busted in walls the next day one of the brothers went next door and kicked the guy's door down i mean it was i basically fractured their entire friendship with one flyer and then and then the guy moved the guy got it just exploded to where he got out of venice i basically i basically dropped a mini nuke on their entire relationship and just exploded it and you know what the ultimate troll i do it again it was worth one That's a beautiful. That's a, that's a you know a feather in your cap. If you can ruin a friendship, if you can somehow ruin a friendship like that, yeah, like where you're just like I'm gonna make this little joke, put make a flyer about some guy and make fun of his uncircumcised penis, yeah, put a flyer out there into yeah. the world, yeah. and from that butterfly effect, ending a friendship, causing physical harm, mental trauma, it's like it's that's that's chaos. the feather in the cap. That's yeah. the that's the crown jewel of friendship. It is. Because you, know? you know, like some down, way down the road, they made an amends. Some, they had to. Have, I right? want to believe. Do you think they're friends somewhere? I don't know. And I have to check. And I want to believe that some. We point- need to have them on the show and we're going to get them to make an amends. Okay, I'll do that. We're going to bring back the Truck Brothers and, yeah. and, and oh Stinky my God. Pete. The, the Truck and Brothers we're gonna now. Bring- who knows? Dude, I where are the Truck Brothers so now? Where are the Truck Brothers I haven't now? Talked to- they're literally like, they're like two guys out of. Like like a Canadian like Strange Brew type movie like it's these two guys they wear nothing they wear nothing okay but Dickies uh, work boots and white t shirts I mean if you break that fucking uniform they lose their marbles if you come over right. wearing anything if you go to their house and you're wearing anything that's outside of their uniform they will ride yeah. you for four like they'll go oh look at his hat look at his fucking hat ah, like they it was. <laughs> And like everyone, that's the best. It was funny. That's the best stuff ever. It like was if funny. you can just sit in a garage. Like I was always the guy that was chir- obviously I was the guy that was always chirping people. Yeah. And I remember, this is the this is a very early chirp that ended not good for. This was the only time I'm going to say this. This is the only time that I was knocked out from a punch. Okay. And it was my one of my best friends. I was over. I literally I think I was in grade seven. Maybe in grade seven. So I'm literally like 12 years old. And I'm chirping my best friend's older brother. We're playing video games in his house. And it's kind of like the exact same thing I did when I won the poker game. I just was like, I, I forget oh, yeah. what game. Maybe it was like Gran Turismo. It was like some, you know, some fucking video game. And I'm in grade seven. And I remember it. Cause I'm like, I'm playing and then I'm just like, I fucking beat you. I beat you. I beat you. And he was just like, and I was just like, I smoked you. And it's just like my, my best friend's older brother. Like we're all like friends. He's like my older brother, you know? And I'm just like, I fucking smoked you, blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, shut up, shut up. And he like just stood up and he like one, like just decked me. And, and, and I just, I woke up and I was on the ground (laughs) and I woke up and I was on the ground and it was like the first time. And I woke up and his, uh, his mom was standing over me being like, Oh my God, what happened? What happened? And I was just like, I don't know. I feel sick. And I was just like, I, I was like, I just didn't even know what happened. Like, I just like, he punched me so fast and like whatever. And I was just like knocked completely out. Yeah. And I was like laying on the ground in my friend's living room. Yeah. And their mom obviously is like, what's going on? And uh, I remember I had to lay on the couch because I got like really nauseous from getting like, I got like, you know, my brain bounced. Yeah. So I got, felt like nauseous for when you get punched hard. Yeah. And, 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 and then I remember I, I went out, um, when I, when I, you know, I, I, she got me like an ice pack for my head. Um, and he punched me in the side of the head. So I didn't get like a shiner or anything. And then I went out to the pool and like, was like, Hey guys. And they had like a, they were like the one family with like a pool. Yeah. <laughs> like literally was just like, Hey. And then they're like, he was, just, it was just like a funny thing. Cause you're so young. You don't even know what to do at yeah. that age, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Like you're just so young. So it was just like a, one of those things where I was just like, just those chirps can go for, you know. Oh, I've seen then, I've seen your chirping. Like you're, you can tell that you're that guy 
because you have like there's just no sense of like there's no holds bar when you start chirping and you start digging like once you start you start going into like territory that's like off limits you're like oh yeah and you know your your parents never loved you and uh you know your your stepfather fucked you with a plunger how'd that feel you know you're just like whoa, whoa we're talking about poker pal you know it's funny I, it reminds me of when i was uh when i was a kid i went to my buddy's <laughs> house to smoke weed a little kid probably like you know whatever 14 but i hadn't had my growth spurt yet and his older brothers um his older brothers were there and they were in like a stoner gang called like uh it was like i don't know it was like venice white boys or suicidal one of those gangs right and there's stoner gang which is like stoner gangs are like white white gangs flannels stoners like it's a whole it's a, i mean it's a it's a big california phenomenon i don't know where else it exists but anyway so only california probably and um yeah you never heard of stoner gangs there's a bunch of them. I mean, gang, gang, gang shit was so big in that time in LA that like every there was a gang for everything. Like everyone had a fucking gang. Right. And um and I remember this. I remember this is one of the one of the times I got hit that I remember because it was significant. And these guys are like these guys are seventeen. They're huge, right? They're like three heads bigger than me. And I walk up right. and like we're just smoking pot. I'm like smoking weed. I'm just like stoned in that age where it's like I'm high, you know, <laughs> just being all goofy. Yeah, yeah. And then the the guy's big brother's friend comes over and goes, "What's up?" I'm so-and-so. And I'm like, hi. And he just goes, boom. And just hits me in the chest as hard as he can. And I'm like, oh. And he's like, that's just how I say hi. And I was just like, Ooh. like just so just like, you know, like. It's incredible. Getting socked in the chest when you have a little tiny chest and a dude is that big and knows how to hit. Like you just. Dude. It's so fucked up. You're winded. You're winded. Yeah. And it's the first time you and get the wind knocked like, out of you. You're like. Dude. There's so many of those things. Like it's like. I remember, I, and I'm only going to tell this story because the guy's my friend now. Yeah. But I remember we were out in the honeycomb, which was like the like the clearing in the woods right by our house. Yeah. So I'm out in the honeycomb, and we're all we're all smoking. We had this phase where everyone had hash oil. Yeah. And we used to smoke it almost like smoking like dust or like smoking like heroin or something. Like we used to put just a literally a pile of like a spoonful of hash oil in tinfoil and then just and burn it and then just like with a with like a straw just like suck up this hash oil smoke that's how we used to smoke it like a, we used to like boil it in tinfoil and like just smoke so much of it we used to get like caked like it would like suck up through the straw and you get like hash oil in your teeth and i remember we were all so fucked on hash oil and my buddy like this kid showed up and like literally we were probably in grade eight and so we're in grade eight, and then this kid's in like grade five or six. Oh, and no. this guy's now like one of my favorite tattooers. He's like one of my best friends. You He's guys raped been him. In a, like, huh? You raped him. It, <laughs> I've seen this movie. No. There's like a fire barrel? No. <laughs> Two tone. And there's a fire barrel. We're friends a now. Fire barrel. Listen, we all took turns in his asshole, but we're all, we're all good <laughs> we friends all, now. We He's, all fucked Dave. He had a psychotic and, break. <laughs> And, and we're sitting there out in the, whatever, we're all really high. And obviously like, I'm like, I get up and I'm like smoking a cigarette and Dave, somehow we get him to like stay, we're like, stand up on top of that barrel. And it's just like a burn barrel. And he stands up on each side of it. And he's this little kid. And I like kick the barrel over while he's like, just stand. It's like beautiful in the summertime. It's like beautiful midday. Just everyone's like smoking hash oil, getting high. And then like Dave, we get some young kid to like stand on this fucking barrel. And I like kick it as hard as I can. Yeah. And it like, he falls into it. It falls over. Yeah. It's all rusty and fucking cut up. And he's just like, starts crying and like gets up and runs away. And you're just like, and all of us just like think it's the best thing in the like you're just all like literally like 14 years old being like we just nailed fuck that kid and he's just <laughs> like a child year old. he's like a little kid that just came into the woods to like because it, it, he doesn't even have an older brother that was hanging out with us he was yeah. just like a young skater kid that like wanted to like hang out with like some kids smoking weed in the woods yeah and it's just like I was like, it's like, nah, this new who's this new kid coming around in the honeycomb? Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna set him straight. Stand up on that garbage bin. Yeah. I'm gonna kick it. I remember just like I did, Is this so funny how loser like if I was to like if I was to see somebody do that in public, I'd run over and like smoke the kid who like did that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's so funny to think like how stupid we are when we're young. I did a lot of shit like that as a kid, like when I was in my late teens, early twenties, there would just be like, it would just be like friendly fire stuff, right? Like you're just with a bunch of dudes fucking around. And like, I just, I just would like to instigate chaos whenever I could, like any, any chance yeah. I could. Like, I remember we would like, 
one thing I, I remember doing is like we were taking a group a group shot like we had these two graffiti crews that were like you know friends and i have the picture i'm gonna try to find it to show jason and we were taking a group shot and it was like you know there's so much testosterone right and we're all in our early 20s and we're all taking a group shot and like right when the camera flips i just went boom and just started like throwing everyone around and instantly the whole the whole group shot just started moshing like ah like because everyone's like on the like on the verge all the time of going insane and everyone just like it just started yeah. punching each other and like you know we would just like we would we would have like graffiti meeting like we'd have graffiti crew meetings and like you know gra graffiti was so separate from everything else but then we would just be like let's let's start jumping people <laughs> and we just like jump a new guy <laughs> and then people would just like we just like jump each other for fun and it was just like yeah. and, you know and, and look people got fucked up like it's all funny at the time but like you know you got people who are like you got a bunch of fucked up people who are like crazy who are just this like this podcast is now just talking about bullying right okay? we're just, just bullies yeah we're just bullies <laughs> i mean it's look it's a different time like bullying was uh yeah. it was kind of currency it was like you Dude, either 90s was the i feel like 90s was the pinnacle of like because now it's just online bullying, which is right. very different. It's all psychological um, warfare now. <laughs> yeah, that's just, I'd, I'd rather much take it back and be like, yo, man, just like fights. You just have to fight every day. Like every day there was a fight. Yeah. You know, like that's yeah. the best thing. Oh, like, li when listen, I back, listen. When I the think best, back on my youth, it was just a fight every day. The best, and then still to this day, maybe it might have gone away a little bit, but still the best thing, the most fun I ever had ever was watching two people fight in person it was like oh. for me the watching two people fight was so exhilarating to me and so exciting when that <laughs> happened in school i would be like oh, everyone around me oh, like throwing milk Dude. at the people fucking going crazy and then like it's the, the problems like a good brawl in a hallway right the problem it's is the older you get the older you get right the more yeah. the more serious repercussions start to happen with those fights and now like you know now if it's like a couple 30 year old men fighting someone could really get fucked up and if someone doesn't get beat Dude. the shit out of they're gonna get stabbed or they're gonna get shot so it's like now it's just like i don't you know like i still watch I, well I, fighting's just so different now and it's like there's so many different things and it's just like ever it's just like like especially where i grew up there was never weapons right which was kind of sick like i right. remember one time and i have a scar on my up in my head that you can see yeah i got hit with a um like a piece of wood with a nail in it and it got stuck in <laughs> nice. my head during a fight nice. and i got like hit and over the head and i got this fucking it was crazy and i got like smoked during this brawl and 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 i got this big <laughs> fucking scar on my head and uh you're like an 80s that was like the only you're like an 80s extra you're like one of the guys they clear to get to the final boss they're just like take yeah. out these four Take out these four portly gentlemen to get to fucking, you know, Dr. Bad over there. This is, like, so funny. Like, I kind of hope that Mac, even, like, my kid, I'm like, I hope he gets into some fights later on. Like, I don't know. It's so funny. Like, it's, I like, think it's a good thing. I think thing. it's something that, like, you just want to, like, you go out against some fucking scraps. I think get or in something. a couple. Like, I think it just, get like, in a couple it, it shows, like, because it, it shows you how to, like, like, you, you don't like that person. Then you understand. Like, you kind of, like, most of the time, too, when you fight somebody, at the end, you're kind of like, we're cool. You know, I mean, like you kind of get it out. Like there's been times that's a, where we've That's a very scratched. Canadian. That's a Canadian thing. I don't think it happens. It doesn't happen no? so okay. much out here. No. Most of the time, like I've been in fights where I'm like, okay, let's go inside and get a fucking shot. Yeah, and yeah. You go inside and you get a shot and a beer and you you just fucking because there's dude the the dude the funniest thing ever and I don't know if I told this story before there was like um there was a brawl one time at this bar that's no longer open in Fort Erie and it was the best thing ever our buddy bought a round of shots for everybody at the bar except for the, like the one guy he didn't like yeah and then the one guy that he didn't like was like fuck you and then everyone was like let's go and just like it was like a full setup like trigger like we're he's like i'm gonna buy shots for everybody except for fucking fuck face and then yeah. we're gonna he'll be pissed and feel like a bitch and then we're gonna fucking fight and then it's just like instantly <laughs> and my buddy and it was like all like this whole crew's like all roofers, just like hard bodied, like yeah, psychopathic, yeah, yeah. like small yeah. town roofer dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My buddy at the time literally has a cast with pins in his hand from a fight like a month ago. Yeah. And he's the guy who bought the shots and wants to fight this one guy. And so instantly we got to go outside and we all go outside. And it's like this was I was at home uh, when I was living in Toronto. It was like when I went home just for like Christmas. 
So it was just like everyone was there. Like my whole like crew, it was still like when you're going home like at college and you see all your homies from that all went to different colleges. Yeah. So it was like our whole crew of dudes plus all the guys that stayed home and didn't go to college and our roofers. Yeah, the real so hard-ass the like, hard guys who stayed home. Those are the guys that- Yeah, they all got guys, like big you, trucks. I'm like yeah. a city guy that's got like a Metro Pass. I'm like, yeah, you're, what's you're, up? Yeah, you're drinking espresso and these dudes are eating breakfast burritos and punching people at four in the morning and shit. Dude, yeah. yeah, so high on oxys. Yeah. And like, and this dude, it's so gnarly. This guy is punching this guy in the face with the pins in his hand and a cat. And halfway through the fight, we're fighting like multiple people. It's like something, literally, it's next to train tracks. There was car lights on <laughs> There's us. There's a barrel with it was fire like, in it. Yeah. Dude, it's like, like straight up. It's like the best. Like smoke. Dude, it's like the best. There's like a train bridge right there. Yeah. There's a train track. It's like the best place to fight. And, and we're all. <laughs> A bunch of people are fighting, and I'm just like, I'm watching because I'm kind of like, yeah, this is a big brawl, and I'm like, I'm high on coke, and I'm just like, when I was high on coke, I like couldn't fight, and I was just like all like, just like octopus hands, yeah. and, but, oh, bleep that out, but, he's punching, and he, literally, I watch him like rip his cast off of his hand, and then he just has all of his pins are bent and sticking out of his hand, and his hand's bleeding, Oh my god! and he's just like, Dude, this dude is like so hard bodied and he just like worked this guy so bad. And then like a bunch of other dudes got beat on. Was he hitting like him? A, was he hitting him with the pin hand? That was his right hand. That was his punching hand. So he was like feeding this kid. He hit him with all the, of the metal. road. Oh. And then he like breaks it. And his pins are literally sticking out. It looked like like literally dented, bent pins are sticking out of his knuckles in his hand. And he rips his cast off. What a sight. Because he just like cracks it so many times on this kid. And he just like rips off his own cast. And it's just like, and then he's just like, all right, fucking, let's get in the truck. Smoke a cig. Like, you know, just like, woo, let's go. Because everyone's always, as soon as there's like a big street brawl, then it's just like the after party's the best. You go to somebody's garage, you got a wood burning oven, everyone's revving snowmobiles. Like, it's just like the best fucking thing. Like, literally. It's just the definition dude, of like, like. You go back of, to like ordinary parties. The, the definition dude. of white male toxicity. Canadian, yeah. Canadian, Caucasian, white male toxicity is just like revving snowmobiles, talking about beating a dude's face. Just doing key bumps. Someone's fucking, fucking someone's fingering a moose. It's just like out of control. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Straight Fuck. up. There's nothing straight like up. the strength of a person. Listen, if you're a roofer or you do general construction, maybe even a plumber, you know, all the workouts that people do, all this like gym shit and all this fucking CrossFit. No. Their there's, hands? There's there's nothing stronger than a man who's like... When you shake a trades guy's hand yeah, and it doesn't move. No, it's just like you, callous. You shake it, it's like shaking literally a brick. Yeah. And you're just like, you're like, I have a very strong... You have a big, strong hand, but you're an artist. Yeah. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a no, highly successful author. Yeah. You know? So it's just like, <laughs> I'm like, I, 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 I don't do any... My hands are like, I, I, I have Aesop like six different lotions on my hand. Yeah, right yeah, 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 and yeah. It's just like... Yeah. And, and and I and now even living at home, like when I shake my friend's hands, I'm always like, holy fuck. Yeah. Like you feel it's like, it's like, like shaking like a giant, like a brick. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's incredible. Like if you're a guy who installs um, AC units, <laughs> I imagine that you're, that you're yeah. bear, that you're bear crawling in, in ducks for six hours a day, right? You're just going like this. And you're just yeah, hoisting up in, in, in like attics. Yeah, you're hoisting up just like fucking three hundred pound piece of equipment and just bear crawling, and like you're just doing that. Like we're working out for forty five minutes to an hour fifteen a day, and we think we're fucking swole. These dudes are working with their bodies for fucking six. I mean, yeah, their hands. Dude, and when the they, guy who built rebuilt my chimney, yeah, is like an eighty four year old Italian man that did it by himself, yeah. putting up and down scaffolding like yeah. it looked like Legos, yeah. hammering. My entire when I got my chimney rebuilt, this guy rebuilt my entire chimney in four days. Took yeah. it down and put up a brand new chimney by himself. Hand mixed the cement because that's the way he likes to do it. Yeah, and it's just like not like some machine that has like the whisk in it. Like yeah. literally with a shovel, just yeah. like hand mixing, adding the sand. Like he's like mixing hand. He's like, like for an extra fifty bucks, I'll fuck your wife too. Yeah, he's just like 84. And he just like, I was just like, yes, how much? 80 bucks? Yes. 84 year old Italian man? Yeah. Please have sex with my wife. That's yeah. perfect. I mean, those... tone? No. 
And look, we're so deep in the podcast, no one listens to this. We can do whatever we want. We're we're in the. I know this is, like, this is the golden hour. This yeah. is where the podcast gets good. This is where it gets when good. I, I, Listen, I, my guys... mind even changes. Like the first ten minutes, yeah. the first ten minutes, I'm always like, yeah, you know, it's nice. Fuck cops, yeah. it's yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the truth comes out. If you've lasted this long in the podcast, if you lasted like, this long, I want long all on Italian men to fuck my wife. Yeah. Your 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 exact sector of fucking porn is like eighty four year old contractors blasting your wife like, and your thing is like you're in the kitchen in an apron with no clothes on making some souffle and this guy just pulls this Italian hog out just lays it on and the I marble. Just, I just want to cook for him. I'm just like, yeah. would you like a salad? Are you hungry, hun? Do you want, here's yeah. a charcuterie board. Yeah. Uh, your wife's you know, making some nice. Your wife's like making a little, faces. Uh, you know, some bolognese. She's making faces you've never seen on her. You've never seen this face. Oh. You're like, I've never seen you make this face, Trish. She's like, I've her never, eyelids jump out of her body. I've never she felt have like eyelids this anymore. Yeah, I've never felt this way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and while he's true. while he's fucking her, he just he just puts bricks around her. He just. Yeah, you know, he just, <laughs> he just builds her, a tomb. He fucks her in a little, in a little, in a little oven. You know, <laughs> sorry, Trish will never see this, so it doesn't matter. Trisha literally, will, she does. She's never listened to this. Never, she, she does not. She doesn't. This is her least favorite thing. Yeah. Um. She loves you the most, but she doesn't care for the pot. She's like, I don't need to listen to you talk. Right. Like at least she's like at least just a dash or like she's like I, I I think it's funny but she's like just listening to you to talk she's like it's horrible. It's horrible. She's like I listen to you guys FaceTime all the time. She's like you, you guys aren't funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> we think we're so we think we're so yeah. great. We're like we're fucking yeah, genius. No. We're comedic Trish, geniuses. Trish is Trish is horrible. You know what we need to do? Huh. I think for merch. Merch is coming by the way. Um just a my wife shirt, like me yeah. as Borat saying my wife, I think would be good. You know what's the best too is especially when you started just putting up MW. Yeah. And I, I had I like it took me literally I think maybe last night was the first time it clicked and it means my wife. <laughs> oh, you didn't get it? No. We gotta and get And I was just like, what's MW? And I wanted to text you and be like, what's MW? Because oh. I'm the worst at that. I'm always, uh, even like I don't know any lingo whatsoever. I'm always like W A Y A. L O L. I'm like yeah, like I'm. I R literally R I got L O L down. Okay. I just don't know where anything. I, I like. I'm just like. I started like a T B H. Um, yeah, T B H. But it, it, it's just like once again, this is. Oh. If anyone listen, whoever whoever got this far into the podcast, let's start an M W train on on Powerful Truth Angels Instagram, the biggest Instagram in the world. Um, I told you. Remember, I remember I texted the group and I said, "Hey, uh, I tried to get verified the other day and I got denied." And uh, I said, "Can you just call someone over there and get me get me a check?" If anybody's listening right now, Instagram, anybody that works, we need to get two-tone uh, verified. There's somebody out there that actually knows how to do it. Come on. Yeah. If you're listening to this pod at this moment, I know moment, it's an inside. Need two-tone to get an, verified. It's an Illuminati thing you got to do. You got to like, you got to present. I got a hard out in five minutes. You got to present a pheasant and uh, and and recite the doctrine and ones and o's of the uh, Illuminati internet. We gotta do ads. 